Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Friday the 28th of May. Today is about inflation. Inflation is a complex topic, and indeed books can and have been written expanding on the truth about inflation. But financial markets tend to ignore the complexity and adopt a simplistic approach that focuses on the headline measure or on occasion, the core measure. For many months, it has been obvious that these measures would rise because of what happened last year. These measures have indeed risen and continue to rise. Markets react to these rises. However, central bankers, at least good central bankers, are economists. Central banks will react to a genuine inflation threat, not to a relative price change. The debate today is about which of these best describes current price moves. From the United States, there will be the release of a consumer sentiment opinion poll from the University of Michigan, which contains an inflation expectations component. It cannot be stressed enough. Consumers are completely useless at forecasting inflation. The consumer believes that future inflation will be the same as recent food and fuel price inflation. This is because frequency bias means consumers only remember the price of high-frequency purchases. They are also biased to remembering price increases and forgetting price declines. Consumers are not trained economists because we do not live in a perfect world where everyone is a trained economist and they extrapolate from immediate experience. The only way consumer inflation expectations has any role in the world economy is if the inflation expectations change consumer behaviour, either by leading to wage demands or by changing spending patterns. We also have the US April personal consumer expenditure deflator. This is, reportedly, the Fed's favoured inflation measure because it has fewer completely made-up prices – The largest single item in the US consumer price inflation calculation is a price that nobody actually pays. This will show a further increase, reflecting what happened a year ago, and it will almost certainly increase again next month for exactly the same reason. Members of the US Federal Reserve have been unusually united in saying that they recognise that this is temporary and that they will ignore this spike, as they should. We will also get the personal income and personal spending numbers from this data. We have a pretty good sense of the US consumer having fun by spending money, so this is less likely to surprise. Japan has already released consumer price inflation numbers, or more accurately, consumer price deflation numbers. This is a reminder that for all the hysteria about collapsing global supply chains, forcing up prices, inflation is first and foremost a domestic issue. Japan is just as much a part of the global supply chains as the US or Europe, and in Japan, consumer prices are falling. German import prices were a little higher than expected, but this was again an energy story. Energy imports rising over 100% year over year in price. Consumer goods prices rose 0% year over year. Again, 
Germany is part of global supply chains, just like everyone else, and those supply chains are producing consumer goods price inflation of zero. Capital goods prices in Germany are in deflation. Ahead, there are Italian and French producer prices for April and the preliminary French consumer price data for May. Europe doesn't have the same level of economic activity that the US or the UK does, and so there are fewer domestic reasons for prices to be accelerating, leaving us focused on the base effects of the oil price from last year. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.